It is the November 8th slash 9th edition of the PFF forecast, the post week nine Sunday night. And it's a little early because the New Orleans Saints just blew the doors off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're going to do um, a couple of big takeaways from this week's games, and then we're going to get into week number 10. Let's rock. All right, the first thing we have to we have to address here is that you faded your boy. Teddy, yeah. Tedford B. Bridgewater. It's just a joke at this point. I took Teddy B. Uh, on the You went with PFF's model. It was like the one time I've gone against PFF's model too. And yeah. Uh, for people that are curious, uh, on the uh, well actually we we talked about this on the pod on, on Wednesday night. Um, another steak dinner on the line. And uh, Teddy, Teddy was not going to be denied. He Teddy understood how excellent. much it meant, made, uh, meant to me, and he balled out. I mean, they got out. Here was the interesting thing: I, watching that game, they got out to that big lead, and so obviously, as a ten-point underdog, you feel pretty good about them covering. But I did not. I did not really, for a second, feel yeah. comfortable. Well, and the, the Chiefs, I mean, were a Bucker feel Bucker extra point away from pushing that at, or mm-hmm. well you we got it at 10 and a half but it closed at 10 like the Chiefs had issues in the kicking game there that kind of you know almost you know they almost got there and then eventually uh you know as you said Carolina showed quite a bit of spunk at the end there um to to you yeah, know it was laying on nine for a while yeah and it, you know it was just kind of like a silly turnover away you know all the stuff that we had talked about why you know the Chiefs are almost never dead against the spread um, but to Bridgewater's, I mean, Teddy was what thirty six of forty nine, three ten, two touchdowns, no interceptions. You know, he had had issues and, with turnovers, and one of the biggest dick runs you will yeah. ever see. On, we had on, a touchdown carry on a fourth. It was what fourth and twelve. I yeah, want to say, yeah, yeah. Good on Ruel for going for it too. Who Ruel? I wanted to fuck you on that one, Raul. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but that that was that was one of the really fun games uh, in the earlier slate, and then the second half slate was great. Um, we had the, yeah, the Raiders game was a sweat, and we had the you know we had the Raiders, so I thought they were going to lose. Why don't uh, Why don't you start with um, your takeaway? You have a lot, so I'm curious to see which one you go with here. Oh, so you've been firing off some heat here over the past ten to fifteen minutes. Okay, well here's my takeaway. Non political, of course. I. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's my takeaway, and I and this is a an about face, a little bit on the Bills. Kansas City is a lot better than every other team in the NFL. If I had to look at the AFC for a second best team that I'm willing to, you know, back moving forward, it's Buffalo. And here's my reasoning: the Ravens are not good on offense anymore. I, in fact. They're difficult to watch. The Steelers are, I think, at this point, they can't, you know, they, they almost lost to Garrett Gilbert. I, you know, they're 8-0, and we're happy for them, but we can't take them seriously as, as an elite team. 
Tennessee is a team I love having a bunch of futures on them but let's be honest like you know Tannehill was not good in the first half they're very committed to running Derrick Henry no matter how bad it is I talked we talked about his Mm -hmm. under last night on the show um they're all contender ishes right but if I'm really thinking okay what team could actually win the Super Bowl I I I would say none you know would be a a team I'd bet on but at least Buffalo can move the football and and uh, and they're committed to being efficient. So yeah, you're you might get a snake eyes game out of Allen where you just can't hit the broadside of a barn. But you know what you're not going to get? You're not going to get f- 17 early down runs for the running backs there. Like we saw their the run to pass ratio in the first half this week was tremendous. And when Seattle Seattle scored 24 second half points today, mm-hmm. and the Bills scored 20, they like you know hung on and. Um, and that's what I like to see from a team. They don't have a good defense, but none of these teams have good defenses. Tampa Bay doesn't have a good defense, as we found out tonight. Well, and I would mention this about the Bills. When they played the Chiefs, they at least had a strategy for playing defense that was sensible. Yeah. You know, they Edward Solaire almost fumbled and they would have had a chance to go up a winning score. They 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 kept themselves in the game. Um, for you know as much time as anybody has you know other than the Raiders who beat them but um, you know and they're very well coached Josh Allen was terrific today he's been sort of off and on but that offense can move the football Stephon Diggs leading the league in receiving to your point in the first two quarters of the game this week Buffalo threw the ball 94 percent of their plays no other team over 90%. The Chiefs were the second most frequent at 88%. Now, the difference there is that the the Buffalo Bills were in control of their game. The Chiefs were behind. The Bucks are next. They were obviously very far behind. Um, and so that, I mean, that speaks to the understanding the Bills have that when you play the Chiefs or you play the Seahawks or you play these teams with a really good quarterback, you have to put up a ton of points and you can never take your foot off the gas. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. That's... I, I'm going to make a case for a couple of other teams because I'm with you. It's like this mishmash. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even the Chiefs didn't cover today. So you could make a case that they're playing below expectations, but our prior for them is such that they're three points better than the next best team. And I, th- and, and I, I think that that only grow, grew today. Like well, I, I don't well, think it got any smaller. If you go to pff.com, we put you know the team power rankings on a points above average scale for you. And we do the same with quarterbacks. Mahomes obviously is quarterback number one, but to get to quarterback number two in the AFC on a team that has, you know, Deshaun Watson, which is interesting because I agree with that 100%. Deshaun Watson's the second best quarterback in the AFC and his team is so bad, it doesn't matter. But then you're down there and it's like, you know, there's just no one there that really scares you. And that's the huge difference. Mahomes is not just better than everyone else in the league, but he's like miles and miles and miles better than everyone else in his own um uh, conference, so that makes a huge difference. But if I'm looking at a team to try and find a team, you know, the Ravens are tricky because their offense looked terrible today. I still have faith in the Tennessee Titans. Here's here are my reasons: Ryan Tannehill and those receivers. We saw last year what they could do. We saw them do it in the playoffs. They continue to be the most efficient team on early down passing now they don't do it enough but at least they're efficient when they do it um and of course as you said that all defenses are kind of bad tennessee would be my pick right now 
um, along with, I guess, would you put Tennessee ahead of Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh did not no. look good today. But the problem people is, are gonna, is, people are going to freak out. By the way, people, you know they're undefeated. Yeah, you know all this stuff. But I mean, Tennessee did did lose to Pittsburgh at home in a game where Pittsburgh gave them every up. Pittsburgh outplayed them and turned the ball over, and that's really what gave them the chance. Like, I mean, I can't like I like Arthur Smith from a design perspective. Mm -hmm. Like his plays like look really good, especially in the passing game with the play action and everything. Derrick Henry has 23 more carries than the next highest guy. Like, and he's averaging like 3.5 yards per carry after contact, 1.1 before contact. Like, there's, they suck on offense. Mm -hmm. The offensive line without Luan and then um, Conklin left, and you know they tried to trade for Riley Reef, you know, to Minnesota last week. And like, I just. I need to see them call more pass plays. Honestly, like you know, the, the thing about Buffalo is they're committed to being efficient on offense. If they're not efficient on offense, it's because they didn't execute, not because they were stupid. Like you know, it's, it's the same thing you were talking about with Clemson on on Saturday. It's like they weren't not efficient on offense because they couldn't make plays. They weren't efficient because they chose the wrong plays. Tennessee's in that boat for me, man. I, are, you, are you ready for a reading from the good book uh, of? early down pass play percentage so far this season. Tennessee is uh, fourth least frequent to throw the ball. They're one of only four teams that throw the ball on first or second down less than 50% of the time. They are at 49%. Right below them are the Cleveland Browns, who you can kind of see why, because as we talked about on Wednesday, Baker Mayfield not allowed in the kitchen. You're not letting mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield cook. Uh, Second least frequent are the Baltimore Ravens, which you can understand because Lamar Jackson as a runner is dynamic, and when you run with the quarterback, it's a different story. Okay. Minnesota is number one at uh, 46%. But Tennessee sticks out like a sore thumb in that group because they have a really dynamic passing offense. Like why the hell are you not throwing the ball more uh, on, on early downs with such a good quarterback? And, I mean, A.J. Brown is ridiculous. Um, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith makes plays. So, I, I, it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean they have the they have the the raw materials. They're just, I mean, they're what what would you say as far as the cooking is concerned? I mean, they're like a a sandwich shop at this point. Yeah, a little hoagie they're shop. They're like a a sand. Yeah, they're a sandwich shop. I mean, Ryan Tannehill last year was the guy that opened up the hot new restaurant. Yeah, you know, he was making stuff people had never seen before. Yeah, he, and and you know, he was cooking sandwiches before, and then you know, um, in Miami yeah. or Cubans, I guess. Uh, all right, my takeaway. I don't. I'm. I'm not this sure. This is going to be hot. I think. I'm not sure how to phrase this here, but this this is a team in the AFC. They're not the second best team in the AFC, but they are potentially next year, the year after, one of the team's best position to compete with the Kansas City Chiefs because. They may have found a quarterback to lead them in the future. Does he throw? And he throws with his left hand. Yes! Yes! This is the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are for real. Tua is for real. And here's my take about Tua. And I, I, this dawned on me today watching him play. Okay, he looked really good today. And he looked really athletic. And it, two points came to mind. 
the first is the average quarterback in the NFL today is an athlete. Whereas 10 years ago, they were a statue. Yeah. Okay. That changes how hard it is to play defense. And I, to, to me, that's getting underrated. Here's the hottest one, though. You ready for this? Tua's hip injury has helped him dramatically. Here's my reasoning why. In order to recover from that, he has had to become a much stronger, much better athlete. He legitimately looked like a force to be reckoned with running the football. Oh, and by the way, he is an accurate assassin in terms of throwing the football. That is a deadly combo. And what Brian Flores is doing in Miami is I think really special and they could be very good very soon. Um, they needed some Cliff Kingsbury magic in order to win that game because Kingsbury, if he just like turns his brain on, uses Kyler Murray on a fourth and Didn't short. Didn't he kick a field goal on second down like two Sundays yeah, I mean, ago and almost lost? It's not good because Kyler Murray is a cheat code um, running the football. But if you are not, for anyone that was saying, oh, the, the Dolphins screwed up by not taking Herbert, you should start petting your apology letter. Um, but I, it's too early to, to ordain anyone, right? The encouraging meter for Tua is really high. And I'm just super excited because I also think we underestimated the kind of swag level and confidence level that Tua has. He yeah. has it. Yeah, he was great. And I mean, honestly, the watching that game was such a treat. He was, um, you know, because last week he was so bad, you know, or not bad, but he just didn't have an opportunity. And we talked about this on the show. I mean, once that number got up to six, it was a clear bet mm -hmm. um, for, you know, the Dolphins. I also wrote this week, you know, I have a, I've had a couple of Dolphins related write ups. Like I had the Dolphins, yeah, I had Tua over, I think it was 11 and a half TDs. I had Tua over, I think it was like, 1800 yards or something like that throwing um those appear to be on track but we also talked about the dolphins last week as a playoff team i believe um going into the week were plus like 140 or something mm -hmm. they, i thought that they were a good bet they, that obviously goes up now you know their probability goes up after beating a team that they were supposed to lose to this week um also seeing some weaknesses in the rest of the afc helps <laughs> This will be fun. Chan Gailey, you know, the, the both coordinators for the Dolphins were top five play callers in our metrics, you know, for a, a while here. They're getting a lot out of these players. And one thing that I thought was very encouraging was Devontae Parker played ball today. Um, one of the write-ups that I had, he was like, their, their passing map was sort of not very congruent. It, he was able to get him the football. But as we talked about on the show earlier, he also got the tight ends of football. And I mean, think about this. Think about this. Everyone was kind of like, oh, you know, Miami, you know, whatever. Herbert looks great. Burrow looks great. Let's not forget that Miami got a player who would have been a number one overall pick in many drafts yeah. and may have gotten him as a better athlete than they would have otherwise. Now, I understand there's still concern about, you know, re-injuring or injuring further, whatever yeah. body part it is. But... What a what a come up for them, and yeah. they have done they have leveraged this process well to the point where we talked about the Bills, the second best team in the AFC. If they are playing the Dolphins, you're not like the, they're not the Dolphins have a a real shot here. Yeah, the Dolphins the Dolphins were actually snake bitten a lot today defensively. We talked about how you know they hadn't given up a lot deep, 
Today they did. I mean, Christian Kirk got over the top of them. You know, they 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 gave up a, they gave up a lot of penalties. Xavier Howard was flagged three times in the game. Like their defense let them down in this game on the road. And Herbert, or sorry, um, uh, Tua, you know, came back from behind. They had a lead. They lost it. Came back. You know, they gave up the lead again, and then they they go ahead and go and win the game. Neither rookie quarterback. Now I know Herbert's now one and six as a starter, but neither rookie quarterback today produced a turnover worthy play. Um, Herbert was a little less accurate against uh, Las Vegas, 74.4 adjusted completion. Herbert, or uh, sorry, Tungabailoa was 80%. Um, so very encouraging signs because when you look at like the top graded players of the position this week, Rodgers, Josh Allen, Big Ben, which I wouldn't have guessed, Breeze, Ryan, weirdly foals and garbage time. And then you had sort of the, the, the youngsters of the league, two up, Murray, Mahomes, Garrett Gilbert actually graded better than Justin Herbert, but then Herbert. Yeah. All subjects to change. Yeah, all subjects to change. But you see, you start to see this once Bruce gets a chance to. You look at, but you look it. at the league and you say, okay, Daniel Jones is probably not going to work out. Sam Darnold is probably not going to work out. Baker Mayfield's, you know, iffy. Lamar Jackson, even MVP of the league last year, a lot of question marks there. Um, he, Lamar, you know, Lamar Jackson was the 19th best, you know, highest graded quarterback this week. But now you're starting to see maybe some Herbert, maybe some Tungo Valoa. There's some cool things happening at the QB position amongst youngsters. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was to me, the most exciting thing about this week. Yeah. Shall we Kudos to Brian Flores, who, like, we give, we give Belichick assistants a lot of shit, and they've mostly earned it, but he looks like the real deal. This was one of the – our friend Kevin Clark had a couple of good tweets today. Um, the underrated one was i'm gonna paraphrase this it was like tired um tom brady was the reason that the patriots were so great not bill belichick wired brian flores is the reason <laughs> the patriots are great not bill or tom um which i thought was really funny i mean they they look awesome uh on to week 10 let's do it let's get there okay i have four games that are qualifying as being really good games now the fourth one i don't know if i feel great about it i also now don't now i also looking at these i feel like they're all average now not great but we'll get through them uh yeah anyway i was wrong on a lot of them but thursday night football indianapolis Ooh, and tennessee right. a battle for uh the division here what did you have the line at I said two and a half. I said Indy loses to Baltimore. Tennessee beat Chicago. Look ahead on the game was one and a half. Interesting. I have Tennessee minus three. And it's Tennessee minus two and a half. Flat oh, total on the game, 50. This feels like an under game. Well, Tennessee certainly played an under game today. But I remain kind of steadfast in the Tennessee plays over games. And if it hadn't been for Nick Foles, do the Chicago Bears. Holy God in heaven. They're, they're – sorry. Their commitment to handing the ball to, to David Montgomery out of the shotgun was only abated by David Montgomery getting hurt. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not trying to advocate for injuries here, but I'm, I'm telling you that I, I can't take it anymore, man. Like, they'll get like a third, they'll be down 17, and Foles will throw a beautiful 30 yard lollipop to Allen Robinson, and the next play without fail. It's like, it's like a, a, a homily or something at church. It's like the next thing that happens. It has to be a David Montgomery run. I don't, 
I, I fucking don't get it, man. The Bears are dead to me. It, it was the most. It was the most egregious game I've seen in a long time. I, I don't get it. Matt Nagy used to be good. He used to he used, he got Trubisky to twelve and four and like eight yards of pass attempt. What the fuck happened to him? I don't get it. I one hundred thousand percent concur with everything you just said. They suck. Sorry, that wasn't even about this game, but I it was it was bad. I you made Tennessee's defense look good. I know. They're without Jadavian Clowney. I know Desmond King touchdown. Car- Chargers didn't need him, by the way. Yeah, need those points. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's a little juiced to Tennessee two and a half. I do think that Tennessee is the better team here. Yeah, I. It's hard. It's hard for me though. This one's one I don't want to write up because when I think about this, well, let's. I mean, I do not. This feels as though it's going to stay two and a half, three. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah, I don't see it getting out to. Three and a half. I don't see it, you know, crossing the other way. So you can kind of wait to see how things progress. Okay. Next game is Tampa Bay, Carolina. And I guess this is where we can talk about what the hell happened with Tampa Bay tonight. I have an interesting take on it, but I'm curious what you thought the line was for this. I said, I said Carolina plus seven, and I quote, Tampa Bay looks okay Sunday. (laughs) It's a bit aggressive. The look ahead was six and a half. Um, I didn't think there was much Carolina could do to change the line. Although, in hindsight now, it does look like just being a real tough team against Kansas City probably. What do you think this game is, six? I said five and a half. Um, Before Sunday night, it was four and a half. And I don't know if there's an updated line anywhere. Doesn't look like it. If if it's four and a half, I would take, I would lay it with Tampa. I am the believer in Teddy amongst the two of us, as has been clearly demonstrated over the past weekend. You were the one that was overreacting to Tampa's demise here, though, a second ago. No, I wasn't. You made confirmation from what I said earlier in the week, right? But they can still win the Super Bowl. Yes, because... Look, if your bar is you have to be elite to win the Super Bowl, then they can't because they're not elite. But there's only one elite team in the NFL currently. So, yes. They right, can, the team that couldn't cover against Teddy Bridgewater. They, they, can, they, right. they can certainly win the Super Bowl. I have doubts, though, about a team. What's on your shirt? Oh, a Chiefs Super Bowl shirt. Oh, okay. No, it's not a Super Bowl shirt. It's, oh, they came back against the Niners, came back against Tennessee, and came back against Houston in the playoffs. It has a Super Bowl trophy on it. Right, it's a it's a Chiefs Super Bowl. They show. came back from twenty four against Houston. Right, I know ten against. I'm not okay mentally deficient. I'm saying it's a, a shirt about the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, but okay. Here's my <laughs> here's my take on Tampa. The re the they can't win the Super Bowl because of the reasons that people are giving currently. The, the what people the reasons they can win the Super Bowl are that they have Tom Brady playing until today a very high level and they have when healthy four really 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 good receiving options Mm -hmm. but people thought that they could win the super bowl based upon having a brilliant defense and what we talked about this morning but i would disagree with that i i always thought so and maybe i'm i'm an an idiot here but i thought it was all about the people pointing out and we were i pointed this out as well and i don't think it's wrong is to say hey people are saying tampa bay is going to be great because of their offense remember their defense doesn't suck and it doesn't 
Yeah. No, their defense doesn't suck. Their defense is just a defense. It's just like everyone else. But the the, the people are take, talking about New Orleans as if they were some trash defense. Like, no, they have talent. Like, their, their defense and the Bucks' defense coming into the game weren't that much different. We had seen different outcomes, but as we talk about all the time, outcomes on defense are pretty... Uh, they're very unstable. Yeah, they're very unstable. They give illusions of things. And, and so take a step back we look okay is tampa as bad as they they showed tonight no um should the should they be lower in the power rankings than new orleans probably but not by like more than a point or two and uh, you know i after tonight's game they'll probably be what a half a point worse than new orleans on a neutral which is probably where they should be but people are going to overreact to that they're going to overreact to new orleans but the, but the, everybody had it wrong on them to begin with, which was that they can, they're can they a Super Bowl contender because, God, look at that defense. A defense that gave, let Daniel Jones drive the length of the field to almost tie the game on them just six days ago. So, yeah, I agree with you. The, the way Tampa will win the Super Bowl is based upon having extremely good weapons. But the question that I have for you as a return is, do and he's done it before, so... Obviously, your answer can be yes, and I won't think it's stupid, but four consecutive games playing well enough to win. Is that is that is is Tom Brady somebody that you're willing to bet on that with? If Tom if Tom Brady isn't, then there's no other quarterback. Like Pat? I, God. Yes, Patrick Mahomes okay. is elite. Are you okay now? Yeah, yeah okay. Yes. Patrick Mahomes but after can that. do it. He won it the Super Bowl last after year, that. as your shirt demonstrates. Yeah. Um, yes, he absolutely is. I mean, are you going to say, if you're going to throw Tom Brady out, then you've got to throw Russell Wilson out too, because Russell Wilson's had a couple stinkers. He was not great mm -hmm. today. Okay. Um, the only time Russell's won the Super Bowl, like this is how hard it is. And that's why, that's I guess the problem with this is because the bar is so high. And that's but, probably why we default to Brady because he's done it before. I'll also say this: the NFC doesn't have the Chiefs. The NFC, the is, NFC does not have any team anywhere near the Chiefs. They have a lot of decent teams, a yeah. uh, few good teams, and getting out of the NFC will be different than getting out of the AFC because you don't have to overcome Patrick Mahomes. I think the one seed in the NFC, whoever locks into it, will have a very sizable advantage because unlike recent seasons, it is so much more open like last year like mm -hmm. last year new orleans losing to minnesota in round one was probably the luckiest thing that happened to san francisco other than hollister being tackled at the one right like the they were a formidable team only one team is going to benefit from that this year last year green bay lucked into the nfc championship game based upon the saints you know foibles against minnesota and you know all that kind of stuff i agree yeah I, Here, so here's my reasoning for tampa bay it's Antonio Brown's first week. Clearly, they didn't quite get where what to do with him. Um, Mike Evans, still seemingly not himself. Chris Godwin playing with like seven fingers. Uh, Gronk is banged up. They had no Ali Marpet. Byron Leftwich shot himself in this game. It was not, they did not get it, okay? Yeah. They'll learn from it. They'll move on. Their guys will get healthy. Those three receivers plus Gronk plus Tyler Johnson plus Scotty Miller like that is a lot okay and Brady has done a very good job of mitigating pressure quick throws they'll figure that out yeah. that is the reason they can win the Super Bowl 
not saying like I'm gonna bet on them, but yeah. See, that's the, that's the really hard thing for me, and I don't. But that's, I would, that depends on the market odds. I mean, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I, when I look at the odds, I just really have a hard time pulling the trigger on almost anybody right now because I think. But we don't know what they're gonna be. I mean, yeah, you know, I, we'll see. Maybe the market will say, "Hey, we're gonna try and entice you to bet on everyone other than the Chiefs." Yeah. All first-time depositors at Monkey Knife Fight that put in at least twenty dollars into their account while using promo code PFF will receive a free. PFF Edge annual subscription. That's a $40 value for 20 bucks. Plus, you'll get the opportunity to turn that $20 into even more money playing daily fantasy and prop games at one of the fastest growing fantasy sports sites in the USA, which is Monkey Knife Fight. Go to Monkey Knife Fight and deposit $20 to promo code PFF receive your free PFF annual, annual Edge subscription. By the way, I wonder if Deshaun Watson got his because Monkey Knife Fight endorser. They have some pretty sweet looking colors too. Their merch is hot. Anyways, Monday Night Fight. Go, go use it. This season is uh, it's it's in full swing. We like hit the halfway point uh, during today in terms of NFL games. Of course, there's college still going on. Um, and if you are looking for a place to bet, the best place if you're in is it Indiana, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, is the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's America's top-rated sportsbook app. There's a reason. For that, it offers a ton of really good uh, boosts, odds boosts on Sundays. They have really good promotions as well. One of them, using the promo code PFF, is to get a risk-free $100 bet uh, to all new users. So go to um, your app store, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code PFF when you sign up to make your first deposit, and you will get a ton of awesome stuff. Uh, as I mentioned, all the odds boosts and the free $100 risk-free bet so download the DraftKings app promo code pff and then this is the fine print that i must read so be ready must be 21 or older New jersey indiana or pennsylvania only risk-free coverage paid out online credits on-site credits restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call when you gambler or in indiana when you nine with a lot of good stuff on pff.com right now if you have an elite subscription you get to use the pff props tool which is something that eric and i use continuously throughout the week um, it is awesome and it can adjust for the prices that you have on your book if you have an edge subscription you get all the great fantasy content plus all the fantasy tools uh, we have a dfs optimizer and lineup builder that you get with an elite subscription so go to pff it'll be some of the best money that you could possibly spend however if you don't want to spend any money you just want to enjoy some good pff content buy good podcasts and uh, the newest one is the chris collinsworth podcast with richard sherman you may or may not have heard of him. They spend about 30 to 35 minutes talking every single Tuesday, uh, and it is a great conversation, stuff that you will never hear anywhere else. In fact, word on the street is Andy Reid listens to the podcast, so you should too. All right, next game. Uh, Seattle, Los Angeles, the Rams, in Los Angeles. I have the Rams as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, what did I say? Uh, LA. Well, so the look ahead was, I believe Seattle minus one. I said Seattle minus two. I said Seattle might blow Buffalo out. Well, that didn't happen. Um, the Rams are now one point favorites at home. Stop. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter crossing zero, but I, the Rams should not be favoring this game. <laughs> Jared Goff looks lost. Every time I doubt the Rams, though, it's brutal. Yeah, here's the problem is that the Seahawks 
are so um, easy to kind of destroy on defense that you could see Sean McVay winning this game from the sideline where he's coming in there and he's inside Jared Goff's mind and he's, you know, the puppet master. And he could do that. That being said, we talk about Russ Wilson having these stinker games, but Russ Wilson doesn't have two stinker games in a row. Yeah, no, that's fair. By the way, Jalen Ramsey versus DK Metcalf should be fun. Yeah, and and whoever else. This might be a a Tyler Lockett game. The hard part I have is Seattle's defense is just an atrocity. An, An unbelievable issue and like i see i see two different like defenses would you agree with me on this it's sort of the opposite of like left tackles whereas like the difference between i mean i guess it's almost the same like a defense that's that big of a liability the 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 repelling towards the center is harder than a defense as good as tampa's right because like you know it's, it's harder for me to see regression in a team like seattle than it is to see in a team like Tampa Bay defensively. But um, I don't know. At, at minus – sorry, at plus one, you're really – I mean, there's not – it's not like a good line, but it's – if you like Seattle as a side, go ahead and play it. Yeah, it's not one that I'm dying to bet right now. Almost no, – there's going to be no weather, you know, but the, the, the Rams no, are coming off of a dome. bye. Not in a dome. Rams coming off of a bye. This is a chance for the Rams, you know, to, to – right because the Seahawks just lost Seattle going from home east west west east west west yeah it's tough man because Russell Wilson by less than a field goal against Jared Goff's bum ass is exciting not great it is exciting okay Sunday night is a game that looked a lot more appealing seven weeks ago and that is Baltimore in New England Lamar versus Cam. This hasn't changed much. So well, because the Patriots play tomorrow. The look ahead was six and a half. I said seven and a half. I said Baltimore looks great against Indy. Now they did win by multiple scores, but it's not. I don't. I wouldn't say they looked great. Um, it doesn't have, seem to budge. I am way off on this. Okay, what do you have? I said four. So it's six and a half, but juice towards the Ravens at six and a half. At, at, you know so. Kind of a seven almost. Okay, so the Patriots come out and they beat the Jets. Now, I've said this before. I would not be surprised to see Bill Belichick galaxy brain his way into a loss against the Jets, which would be incredible. That would be the most – that's the most entertaining outcome tomorrow is Bill Belichick falling on the sword, but it's not going to happen. I am concerned now about the Baltimore Ravens. Should I be – should I – should I be concerned about the fact that their offense looked so inept against the Colts? Colts are not a terrible defense. No, I know. That's the thing. But they still. They needed like a fumble return by Chuck Clark. One of the worst calls I've ever seen on a Marcus Peters interception. That was. They. I mean, what was they, that? They, Gus Bus fumbled in the red zone. The Clemson refs are looking back on that play. And they're laughing. They're, they're going all. Um, What's the guy's name? Uh, the the minister. Yeah, no one's gonna know this guy. Is. Yeah, they're they're going all hit, uh, all. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's just laughing, laughing in COVID's face. Yeah, uh, Kenneth Copeland. They're going all Kenneth Copeland. Uh, you know, uh, really in in the face of that. that uh, you know the, that uh, referee group. That video is amazing. Yeah, you should look it up. Um, 
I I can't touch this game. I I honestly don't think Baltimore is that good. Like I, it's tough. It's Lamar really doesn't tough. look healthy. He had a rushing touchdown where he kind of like started dancing, but it looked it was like, dude, you're not even like well right now. What are you doing? Yeah, I agree. This game's a layoff. I I don't I don't know. I keep saying that Baltimore is going to bounce back, bounce back, bounce back, bounce back. And they don't. I thought their cover today was a little fluky. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. I felt lucky to, <laughs> to have it, but I thought it was a little fluky, maybe a lot fluky. And we'll see about the Patriots. I mean, who knows? Because um, if they if they lose to the Jets, then then they are giving up. It's over, season. Johnny. Okay, we have a nice, sizable batch of okay games, starting with Houston, Cleveland in Cleveland. What did you have this at? Cleveland, uh, I said nothing much changes, so I put them at minus two and a half. Okay, I had Cleveland minus three and a half. Yeah, it looks like it's probably three. Two and a half, closer to three than you know than two. Um, hmm. This is tough because Deshaun Watson is the second best quarterback in the conference. And his team has no shot. And it's sad. It's so sad because they have skill players. They have a couple of stars. And the Houston Texans have just so mismanaged this roster into oblivion that they have the second best quarterback in a conference where we just talked about the second best team being hard to find. Yeah. And they're not even in the conversation. Why. That's partially why. They're not even in the conversation. Yeah. That is embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and it's a waste. It's a waste of Deshaun Watson, which is one of the players that should not be wasted in this league. Yeah, there sure. should be an option midway through the season where the commissioner could come down and take one player from one team and go, you know what, you don't deserve him, and give him to another team. Yep. Where would you put Deshaun Watson right now? I. Yeah, he's right there. No, but I mean, like, what what team would you put him on? Um, if I could just put him on a playoff team, yeah, you put Pittsburgh. Him on How you put him on Pittsburgh? Would that be? It, it, if Deshaun you put him on Watson on Pittsburgh would so, be incredible. So Pittsburgh, I, I can only see this on Fanduel. I'm oh assuming it's also on DraftKings. Pittsburgh is plus five fifty to win. The Super Deontay Bowl. Johnson. They're they're plus Claypool? four. If you know, they, it's significantly better if if they um, if they had uh, Houston's quarterback. All black, black and yellow. Oh my goodness. All right. Now, this could have had Jameis, which is like a trolley ride away from now, Watson. But. Now back to this disaster. So I was over, I, I mean, based on what I thought this is a look ahead, I should probably like Cleveland. But I'm not sure I, I'm not sure that I don't still like Cleveland. Now, there's some question marks as to Baker Mayfield because he's on the COVID list. I'm assuming it's just exposure and he doesn't actually have coronavirus that he got at a Cheesecake I mean, we'll Factory see. parking lot. We'll see. But I'm not like writing it off. We'll see. The tough thing is that Sean Watson is great and the rest of his team is so, 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 so bad. And I could see, you know, Cleveland really taking advantage of that with Kevin Stefanski at all. But um, I don't know. What are your thoughts there? Do you think it moves out? No. Houston almost lost to Jake Luton. Cleveland's, this is their second straight row game, circle, you know, uh, straddling a bye. Um, this is in Cleveland, isn't that? Second straight home game, yeah. Uh, straddling a bye. I, I like Cleveland too much uh, to, well, 
I, I think Cleveland is the right side here, but I think enough people are going to grab the Houston because of the better quarterback getting points. sort of. Even thing. at two and a half. Yeah, or teaser leg. Like right now, you should have Colts, Texans in a teaser, shouldn't you? Yeah. Should we write that up? I don't hate it. Okay, I'm going to put that, I'm going to write that down. I don't hate it. Also, my internet won't load any of the lines. That's fun. You hate, yeah, okay. You really hate to see that. Okay, next up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers, Van Heim, in Miami to, to play our Dolphins. I had the Dolphins as a three-point favorite. Uh, I said Miami minus two and a half. That was the look ahead. Nothing really notable. Tua looks fine. Obviously, Tua did better than that um, right now, the, but it's two and a half. Moving towards three, though. Hmm. The Chargers are... I mean, you throw a, if you throw the Chargers in a teaser, that's going to win. Because the, the Chargers are not going to win the game, but they they'll win the leg, right? Like because it's you know they'll keep it within a score. A Anthony Little will find team. a way to, to. They're a great teaser team. Yeah. By the way, can we talk about the chart? So the Chargers, there's a flu. There is there is some flukiness to continually losing close games. However, when you decide to throw multiple end zone fades. And the ultimate one that you need to win the game is to a tight end that no one's ever heard of for good reason. You need help. Like, you need some real help. You have Keenan fucking Allen on your team. I, I was... You could uh, triple team Keenan Allen and there's still a chance that he gets open because that guy is so good at running routes. My bets did not go very well today, but I did I did have one on Oakland and I was or Las Vegas or whatever, and I, I was like... I'm going to lose this one. I, I totally thought I was going to lose so that I. play. Don't I, worry, Anthony Lynn to the rest yeah, of Yeah, yeah, Anthony Let's Lynn. Let's fade it up to Pelham. Dude. Who? Antonio Gates is back? Dude, he, had, he was a great Antonio XFL Antonio Gates had player. a better shot walking in from his home after retirement and making that play. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yes, I do like that teaser leg, and I'm not quite ready. I'm not quite ready to hop on Miami as a short home favorite. No. However... That's the right side. I'm curious what the weather will be like on Sunday in yeah. Miami. Um, because the Chargers, for being in a warm weather area, play indoors. And we saw what the Rams, what happened to the Rams in Miami, right? They were on the side where the sun was shining and it was not good. Okay. The team that played Miami, Arizona, is at home and they are hosting your Buffalo Bills. My Buffalo Bills? Yes, your um, Josh Allen Buffalo Bills. It's crazy to think about that. It at really this is. Point. Let me look at my guess here. Um, buff. Where did I put them? Oh, they're on the road. Okay. Uh, I look at it was minus three. I nothing much no note happens. Maybe Seattle blows up Buffalo. Hmm. So uh, my guess is three. I'm assuming it's off. I guessed that Arizona would be a two and a half point favorite. It's two actually. And it yeah. is two. Okay. Um, Total 54. Okay. Kyler Murray take for the day. The dude is playing much, much better this year. But I'm not sure it's necessarily as a passer. His deep ball still looks good. He's got some better receivers. That's great. 
where he really looks better. I was surprised as a rookie how unimpressed I was with his rushing. He was always a little hesitant. He was the thing, the salient memory for me from Kyler Murray's rookie season was him sliding behind the line of scrimmage. It's like, buddy, no, don't do that. This year, it's like, oh shit, no one can actually tackle me. I'm going to be aggressive here. And now that may not be sustainable. And if Cliff Kingsbury can ever figure out that this is the case, maybe they can get him some more designed rushing attempts. But he is really, really, really dynamic. And to your point, gives them a shot kind of regardless of the situation because that's an X factor there. Um, now, that being said, they did just lose to Miami at home. So, no, I. I don't. I can't get a gauge on on Cardinals. I don't like Buffalo as a teaser leg because the total's so high, and you know you have the Josh Allen implosion. But mm-hmm. um, they they could be. I mean, you're teasing them through three and seven. So um, total is at fifty four, and I don't think that's high enough. Yeah. Here's my. Let's put here's, it in there. Here's my reasoning. Um, the Tre'Davious White DeAndre Hopkins matchup is fun, but. I think DeAndre Hopkins can figure it out. The gloves are off, though, for Arizona. Like, they're going deep to Christian Kirk. They're throwing yep. the ball over the middle. And they to, have to. They're, they're throwing the ball over in the middle to, um, to Larry Fitzgerald. The tight ends are getting somewhat involved. Uh, Murray's running and not just running to, like, find an open spot and put his ass on the ground. Dude, dude's going for it. Yeah. He so And then Josh Allen's going to keep both parts of this in, in play, too. So, I like that hey, Josh one. Josh Allen, top five graded quarterback. I think he might. He's, he's going to scrape back into it this this week. He's not bad. He's not playing poorly. This was a game that I was looking forward to. I put it in this group of games. I probably shouldn't have, but uh, it's my. It's it's. I had to. San Francisco, New Orleans in New Orleans. I said this would be New Orleans by twelve and a half. Look ahead was off the board. I said New Orleans minus six and a half. I said New Orleans looks fine. San Francisco still banged up. Wait, you said New Orleans by how many? Six and a half is what I said. Holy Jesus. Okay, Kenneth Copeland. What else (laughs) can I say? Well, I'm immune. (laughs) Um, Look, if you got coronavirus, it must have been an ancestor of yours that killed someone. And their sins are... That's how it works. As one does. Okay, um, so so we're this far apart. What is the line? I'm. I don't see it here. The look ahead probably because there's no Garoppolo. Let me see if golf odds had something. Oh wow, golf odds had uh, Jeff Sherman had New Orleans six and a half before the game. How did people watch San Francisco? Yeah, but the. That question could be said every freaking yeah. week, right? Like they they beat the Rams soundly. I mean, Kittle's not Kittle get, ain't walking through that door. As Emmett Smith would say, they get blowed out by the by the Miami Dolphins. Then they then they kill the Patriots, and then they have this t- debacle season against. Yeah, okay, Nick Mullins bad. Yeah, but Jimmy G could be playing, or is he is he no, out? Okay, he cannot be playing actually because both of his ankles don't work. Um, okay, at six and a half. If it shows up anywhere near six and a half, I will take it. Yeah, I don't think we Saints. can do it because it's not bettable yeah, it's, right now. Because when it comes back up, it's going to be it's going to be eight and a half plus. Has to be. I mean, the, I guess 12 and a half was ridiculous. But. New Orleans, though, let's not overreact to tonight's game. We've seen New Orleans grind it out with teams like the Chargers and teams like the... Yes, in uh, fairness, though. The, the however, Lions. However, 
Michael Thomas is back. Emmanuel Sanders looked good. Alan the defense looked very good. like it should have been looking all yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, but forget the defense. Like every facet of their offense played well. Mm-hmm. Um. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh. This is gonna be a fun one. Would you have it at? Uh, okay. Pitt. I said ten and a half. Nothing much of note happens. I had nine and a half. It is nine. People love the Bengals. People are fading the Steelers because the Steelers don't look like they can extend on teams. Dude, their offense didn't look good today. Yeah. Let's let's be real here. I mean, um, their offense is kind of beige. If you if you're not you know. Where where does Ben Roethlisberger fall? I just tried to replace him with Deshaun Watson, so that will tell you that I don't think he's elite. Yeah. Is he a top 10 guy this year? No. What would you rather have on your team? I, here's, a, here's a flaming hot question. Uh-huh. Who would you uh, rather have right now? I know what this is. Kirk Cousins? Oh, no. Or Big Ben? No, not, not Kirk Cousins. You're telling me Kirk couldn't execute that offense with those receivers after the catch? Cousins. I understand, but both of those guys are grill guys. Both of them are grill guys, hundred mm. percent. Ryan Tannehill. Kirk, Kirk is grilling like bratwurst that are in the in the well, shape Ryan Tannehill of a, or ben of a Rothsberger? hamburger. Tannehill Rossberg. Right now, Tannehill. Okay, um, Rothsberger or Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Correct. Uh, Roethlisberger or Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray by a country mile. Roethlisberger or Lamar Jackson? Lamar. Okay. Lamar's biggest problem is he doesn't have receivers. I have the one. Ben Roethlisberger or Derek? Derek Carr. Carr. I'd rather have Derek Carr. Derek Carr's a winner. I'm just kidding. I don't. I like Derek Carr though. When hey, Derek Carr decides to throw the ball downfield, did you see his? Just clip that right now. Did you see his flip today? Yes, it was fantastic. Big Derek Ben Carr. ain't doing that. Derek Carr. Derek Carr watched the PFF pregame show. He heard me stare into that camera and yeah. say, "Derek Carr, I respect you. You're going to go over eight and a half rushing yards." Yeah, he did. He did. My guy went for it. He did. What a champion. God, I would just love to see John Gruden just cooking with gas mask nowhere to be found fluttering in the air behind him why because passion (laughs) monday night football i mean nine and a half if you had to take one side of this game which side are you taking Bengals. yeah i'm with you uh problem the Bengals still can't pass block anybody neither can dallas garrett gilbert was able to kind of have a little game today he was yeah, I, I think I, that it's a it's a layoff. The Steelers the Steelers defense is the same as Tampa Bay's defense. They are a trolley right away from being average, just like every other defense in the league, except for the bad ones, the really bad ones. Even Minnesota's defense today was good. Yeah, no, it's true. God, we've got a lot of yawns going on here. I know it's brutal. It's my it's we mostly start, my fault. Maybe we need to start getting a little coffee going. Yeah, we gotta get. I, I yeah. normally don't do that. Yeah, I'm not. A, yeah, yeah. But we might need I can, to make it happen. I can, I can. Get a little espresso maker for the right, right. Need upstairs. It. Need it. Okay. 
Monday Night Football, Minnesota, your Vikings at Chicago. I have Chicago as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. You're right. Ooh. The look-ahead was Chicago two-and-a-half-point favorites. Really? Yeah. So it's now moved. that's hilarious. It almost makes me want to bet Chicago. It was sort of it's sort of that Rams line movement, right? Oh. The Rams Niners. Where do, the Do you need me to show you some uh, Nick Foles cutups? <laughs> How about a little David? Can I interest you in a David Montgomery run? No, you can't. Yeah, I. Minnesota's schedule gets all. It's really easy all of a sudden. I'm curious what the weather looks like here. Yeah, the 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 Vikings have historically been dreadful in Chicago. Just terrible. Just so. terrible. All right. We move on to the poo-poo platter. Teddy did win in Chicago once, but no oh, one else. You cannot lay claim to Teddy Bridgewater. You bet against him and are feeding me. Teddy Bridgewater is putting food on my table. I, We're going to do our last five podcasts from a steakhouse because... We should. Yeah, we should. Totally. Look, according... I'm just going to let you guys know. It was said during Sunday Night Football... Eric is claiming that some of the bets that I am making were actually dead, have been played already, yep. and I'm counting them on our ledger. <laughs> You're going to apparently read the box score and play-by-play for mm -hmm. these games at a later date. They're dead. I mean, Outside of a four-season slant total landscaping. <laughs> the best tweet of the day, was it, who was... Was it Kevin Clark? It was basically, hey, this, this, is, Seattle, the, this yeah. is the Seattle Seahawks total landscaping. Like, that was the best. That was very good. Okay. Denver, uh, Denver in Vegas. No. Mm. Uh, what did I put it as? I actually did guess this. LV minus three and a half. Chargers. I actually said that I, I had a sneaking suspicion the Chargers would do well against the Raiders. Yeah. That didn't happen. I, I had three and a half as well. It's four and a half. No. Dude, have you watched Drew Locke play? Yes, it's very tough to watch. There's no way. It's very tough to watch. If you can't put points up on Atlanta until Man. you're getting blown out, that's Now, the Raiders good. are primed for this, but the Raiders have a really good, like, foot-on-the-throat offense. Like, their running game is, like... Devontae Booker, career, career day today. The Raiders' offense is not just good now. It has been good. It was good all of last season. The problem is that their defense is a joke, and they didn't have a lot of big plays. This yeah. year, it's a little bit different in terms of more big plays. Their offense is more efficient. Um, man, yeah, I, I just – I'm not sure they're ready to be four-and-a-half-point favorites in a divisional game. But, you know, who am I? Okay, next. Philly, Giants. No. Again, in New York, uh, I had the Giants as the three-point underdog. Philly coming off of bye. That was the look ahead. John, I said Giants would be plus three and a half. And I thought that they would lose to the it football is, team. It is three. That is what it is. I kind of really want the Giants to win this game because I, I still would so like – the, and I, I want okay. the NFC East to be terrible, terrible. Total is 42. No. No. Daniel Jones. Keeps everybody involved. Yeah, but then do you really want to bet on an over with Carson Wentz? Mm. The camo arm sleeve. Yeah. You just There is no worse aesthetic in the NFL than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is the worst dressed 
on and off the field NFL player. Trey Hendrickson tonight came close with the white Under Armour sleeves, Trey Hendrickson no gloves. doesn't get considered because it's Trey frickin' Hendrickson. Okay. Yeah, that, he had Number that, that. one in the NFL is Alvin Kamara. Number last is Carson Wentz. I, I can't bet on that. Okay. Jacksonville, Green Bay. Four, yeah. I I guess it would be 14 and a half because I said Jacksonville would be a disaster. They were not. Jake they Luton weren't. was kind of nice. I also said 14 and a half. It's 14. Hmm. Apparently, people aren't buying the Luton experience. They are, though. Well, by a half point. Yeah, but it's trending towards 13 and a half. Hmm. Yeah, I'll fade that narrative. I'll fade Luton lighting it up. He looked good. Lambo. I'm surprised, Packers given rested. that the, the Jaguars have lost seven straight, that Doug Marone still has a job. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm not saying he should be fired. I'm just saying I'm, I'm surprised he is. I'm surprised Patricia, who five plays in the last two weeks of it, has had 10 men on the field, including a 70-yard Dalvin Cook touchdown. I mean, Patricia is, uh, you know, that is a worse. Well, what did Al- Anderson Cooper said? Like a turtle laying on its back, swimming – was was that the, that, that feels yeah, like, like a the, beach turtle laying yeah. on its back or something? It feels like that's like the watching like the the you lions your pencil in your trying to operate. how can I trust anything you're saying? Yeah. You have a pencil in your sorry true. Uh, I don't like either side of that game. Okay, Washington Detroit this is the last game, and what a way to go out. <laughs> Speaking of our great friend, friend Mr. Patricia, I had the Detroit Lions as a three point favorite. And this game I don't think is on the board because of Alexander Smith possibly being the mm, QB. Isn't it also because Stafford's injured? Stafford did come out of this game. So Detroit, I, there was no look ahead on the board. I said Detroit minus three. I said Washington and Detroit look fine this mm-hmm. week. Alex Smith did throw for like 300 yards today. We threw two really bad interceptions at the end that kept them from at yeah. least tying the game at the end, kept the over from hitting and pushed. Mm-hmm. I I hate the slate. So okay, here's here here here's four games I wrote down. Okay. Bills Chargers over fifty four. I guess Stafford did clear concussion protocol. Doesn't matter. Yes. Uh, and then I round robin three teasers. Mm. Colts Texans, Colts Chargers, Chargers Texans. Be kind of like one three pack, if you will. Mm-hmm. I like them all. That's what I'm saying. Like I think they're all worthwhile this time of week. Mm-hmm. I like that over a lot. Let's do it. Cool. All right, we'll be back with you on Wednesday evening. We hope you guys are all doing well and and ready to enjoy Jets Patriots. My God. At least Titans Colts is, is a game that's not going to It is suck. a good game. Yeah. Hopefully it gets played. You never know with Nashville being involved. Saw Clay at the game. You did? Well, you tweeted it out. Oh. So. How, how did you do fading Clay Travis's college picks this week? I went eight and four. How did, what did he? So he went four and eight. Yeah, you hate to see that. All right. We love you guys. Be well. See ya.